Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Faster Masters Rowing Radio. I'm Rebecca Caro, and I'm joined by Marlene Royal. Hello, everybody. Nice to see you in the virtual land of rowing. <laughs> Absolutely. So Faster Masters Rowing Radio is where having a rowing coach only makes you better. Following a program gives you a true pathway to becoming a confident sculler and rower who's respected by your peers. Become the athlete you want to row with. Now, how's your week been, Marlene? It's been kind of, it's been very interesting because after the um, head of the Charles, the global event, the virtual event, um, you know, on the head of the Charles website, they post this, that interactive map where mm -hmm. the people who sent in their results are, you know, they're dotted all over the world, right? They're dotted all over the world. And then if you click on them, you'll, you zoom in and you can actually see their, uh, the course that they rode and the waterway that they rode on. So I thought this was, this was really, really fun to click around and especially people rowing all over the US and Canada, all over the world and see, you know, who rode what, what does their course look like? Like, your boat, I saw, I looked at New Zealand and there's one green dot and I click on it and there's Re Rebecca's boat. And um, I knew people who rode in Pakistan and people who rode in, you know, some other places in, in Europe. And I thought it was so incredibly cool and around the U.S. just to see where, you know, what what the waterways look at, where people rode. And uh, people who did it were so charged up afterwards, too. I mean, it was it was really fun. I mean, everybody would have loved to really be at the regatta, but at the same time, I think it was a very nice way to um, put some conclusion on the season. So, um, so anyway, there was a lot of talk about that, and some people went on and did a couple more, you know, virtual races, and uh, and uh, that was kind of what I, I was being preoccupied in between training programs today. <laughs> I have to say it's great fun geeking out on things like that interactive map. My crew, as you say, did did race. If you find the map and go look at it, you will see that we had to race round and round our rather small lake in order to do 4,702 metres. Um, not ideal. But afterwards, we also did the head of the Schuylkill. And we had a really nice surprise. A crew from Queensland, Australia, contacted us and said, hi, we're, this is who we are, and we see that you guys did the race, and um, here are some photos of our crew, which was really cool, and they suggested that we did a Zoom call together. That's a great idea, you know, just like the crews down under who were meeting on the virtual map, you know. <laughs> well, we, we could potentially meet quite soon because actually there is an air bridge between New Zealand and Australia. The only bad thing is you have to quarantine for two weeks when you return to New Zealand afterwards. Interesting. No, so that so that was that was really fun. That was definitely fun. And also it was nice because you could see the names of the people in the crew. They found us by going through the Masters Rowing International Facebook group. Oh, okay. Very cool. Interesting. It's, it's, yeah, and it's kind of nice that that group is now serving to connect rowers around the world, as well as obviously enable discussions, which is what generally happens. There's a lot of discussions there. Yes, 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 about all kinds of things. Right? So There certainly is. 
Right, before we get into the meat and potatoes of the show today, let's talk about our wonderful sponsors. Kangwa UK has a single skull available for sale. It's an all-carbon spirit design for athletes weighing between 60 and 65 kilograms. The boat is white. It's got a stern-mounted aluminium wing rigger and is priced at £6,162, including VAT. You can trial a spirit single near your home club by contacting Eric Sims. His email is UKSales at Kangwa. K-A-N-G-H-U-A dot co dot UK. And our second sponsor is the Faster Masters Faster Five. This is a five article series comprising the core rowing philosophy and principles behind Faster Masters Rowing. The full list is blade work, technique, stroke power, racing and a fitness assessment. After you've got the faster five, you will know and understand what you need to address to improve your own rowing and sculling. By using the faster five, you'll also become confident in your own rowing practice. You can buy it as a standalone book for $147 or get it free with any subscription training program from Faster Masters Rowing. And these start at $15 a month. Become the rower you want to row with and find out more at fastermastersrowing.com forward slash join. Now, to anyone who's watching, let's greet our live viewers. Who do we have? Cece, hello from Whidbey Island. And Jeanette Brimble is also joining us live. And if you're watching us live, we can see how many. There are lots of you out there who haven't put a comment. If you put in a little comment underneath the live stream feed, we will know that you are there. You'll need to tell us your name, um, which is pretty cool. Um, and just to react to one of our earlier remarks, Cece said she did the head of the Schuylkill water and live. So Live was an ERG competition, is that right? I think so. I think so, yes. And she has three more virtual races to go this season. Well, we look forward to hopefully meeting you virtually in the race. So yeah, I wonder which ones. I know the Head of the Fish, is that coming up? Yep, there's Head of, head of the Fish is one of the late ones, and then there's Head of the Hooch. Um, yeah. Head of the Hooch is an ERG event this year but usually that's the biggest end of the season race down south in the u.s where is hooch the hooch is the chattahoochee river and so they race in um tennessee okay do you know hooch in british english is slang for homemade spirit alcohol in, in newfoundland hooch is rum <laughs> so, yeah, kinda. so but it's home brewed <laughs> yes yes yeah yeah Excellent. We have in Russian, it's Samagonka. It's a moonshine. <laughs> Moon, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, here we go. Someone from Germany. Mm. At least I presume G-E-R is, is Germany. Hello. Very nice to have live listeners and watchers. Yeah. So Cece is also doing the head of the fish. Where is the fish river? The head of the fish is, that's, that's in my neck of the woods. The... Um, the head of the fish is in Saratoga Springs, New York, on Fish Creek, actually. 
Saratoga. Excellent. And that's yeah. my old buddy, Chris Chase, who I interviewed for Rowing Chat. Yes, Chris Chase lives there and he does all the, organizes the U.S. Rowing Conference and all of the coaching education for U.S. Rowing. And he's in Saratoga Springs. Fantastic. And she, Cece is also doing the Row to Tokyo, which is mid-November. That sounds a long way. Where do you start from if you're rowing to Tokyo? Well, she's already on the Pacific, so she, she's closer than we are, right? So uh, that's so cool. Now, we had a great inquiry this week from um, someone who is from a club in Seattle. And they said, do you have a club training program? So that was a very welcome inquiry to have. And that's now, um, I think we've had a dozen or so people asking on behalf of their club. So that's really welcome. And yes, we do have a club program. We also have a crew program. So if you're a smaller group, but you train together regularly and you want to do the faster masters. And then of course we have the individual program, which is our most popular one. Each of those has slightly different features and you can check them out on the website. So for example, if you take the whole crew and the crew program gets you video analysis, and the club program also has us coaching your coach, if you have a local coach, and Zoom calls for anyone in your group who wants to get on with us and ask specific questions on a more regular basis there once a month. So it delivers a lot more value, but obviously we recognize that there are more, it's more pricey, but also there are more people can participate. So the per head uh, unit price is actually much lower. Now, Cece tells us Road to Tokyo is fundraising for U.S. teams to go to the Tokyo Olympics. Oh, I see. There we go. Now I know. Yeah, I think people are starting to think about winter training. That's I'm getting I'm getting that sort of vibe is in the air. Well, in your case, your summer training, but um, in North America, definitely, definitely people are sort of thinking about the ergometer and starting to transition a little bit, you know, these, uh, the weather's getting colder in some places. So depending yeah. where you live, but. So I want to talk today about our newsletter. Um, Faster Masters has a newsletter, which we send out weekly. Sometimes it has stuff from this podcast. So if you've already listened to the podcast, it won't add much for you, but sometimes it has other articles and anecdotes and information from us. Around one third of the people who regularly watch the podcast and download the podcast and listen to the podcast are subscribed to our newsletter. And to you, we all would like to say thank you very much. But for people who do not yet get the newsletter, we would really appreciate it if you would choose to subscribe. It helps us to have a connection to you, which can be a two-way dialogue. One of the problems, as you know, with uh, podcasts and video broadcasts like this, if you're not on the live event, we don't know who you are. You can, can't chat to us and we can't chat back to you. And we prefer dialogue over monologue. So please, if you're listening to this and you are not yet subscribed, go to fastermastersrowing.com forward slash newsletter and add your name to the list. We really would appreciate it. We have another live watcher. This is Elizabeth from Los Angeles. 
Hmm. Not sure if anyone from the Los Angeles Rowing Club joined these calls, but I'll share them with them. Hey. Absolutely. So thank you. Yes. That is so kind. And hey, Elizabeth, nice to see you again. Elizabeth spent a year in New Zealand um, around two years ago. So um, that's how we know each other, which is really cool. Yeah, that's very cool. Now, Marlene, you told me that you had a specific topic for today. What is it that you want to raise? <laughs> well, when we were talking uh, the other day, I was really wondering about, it would just be really interesting to get um, feedback from people. One of the things that I always wonder about as a coach, okay, and I'm, I'm a master's coach. I have been, a, you know, I've been a, a career coach for, for many, many years. And, and that was the, you know, professional path that I, I chose to take. So obviously, people who like to get coaching and hire coaches and invest in coaching and getting better is obviously that's something that's very important to me. So one of the things I was wondering is it would be very interesting to understand people's attitudes or opinions about um, investing in training programs, about getting lessons, going to camp, you know, how, because, because there are people out there who um, invest a lot of their resources into traveling and racing, and they don't, they don't always um, invest resources in their training programs, where other people heavily invest in training programs and coaching. So it was just one of the things I was, it, it's always interested to talk to people and see what, a va what value do they place on coaching. And if somebody isn't interested in, um, a, say, a training program per se, it could be anything related to coaching, you know, how does kind of what do they think about that considering how much time and effort somebody puts into training or preparing for a big event? Like I know when I was racing, um, I always had a coach. I had a few coaches. As a matter of fact, I had somebody doing my training program, somebody doing my strength program. You might have worked with the one or a different coach on the, on the water. But um, it, it's just always interesting for me to understand what value people put on um, coaching and programs and these types of things that, that support uh, getting better. Exactly. And I also have been at times training without a coach. In fact, more recently, training nearly all the time without a coach. And when there is no coach, I find there's very little focus to the sessions we do. So I've talked in the past about how our club um creates a community feeling and ensures that people get to know each other by having our Saturday jamming sessions, which is a bit like, you know, a band jamming together, which is a deliberate mix up of everybody who signs up for that session could be in a crew with anybody. And this helps the more experienced row with the least less experienced. It helps us to move people on, particularly we have a, a large number of members who learn to row as adults and did a learn to row course, which, you know, it could have been two weeks ago or two years ago, but, you know, all of us are on a learning pathway. 
the club recognizes that the learning pathway requires guidance. Otherwise, you're just going to slop around and be a crappy rower forever. And, you know, people join the club because they want to be on that learning pathway. And so here's the big question. Can you coach yourself? So let's think about that firstly from the point of view of a complete beginner. Marlene, have you ever had an athlete come to you who has read every rowing book about how to learn to row? What are they like? Um, they're very interested, obviously, because they've gone to the trouble of reading every book and studying every book. Um, but bridging bridging the gap from kind of getting that knowledge base and maybe let's say how, how you start to think about things, learning, learning terminology, um, becoming familiar with things. But then you have to bridge this to the, the actual, the actual learning. It's, it's like going, um, you know, you can, you can read a book and you can, and you can see videos and it certainly can give you some really good information and we all do it. It's important to, to get this, amount of knowledge but then you have to take this knowledge and bridge it to actual practice and and that's of course that's where the that's where the coach comes in because you can take a course but taking the course is going to be interesting you're going to um, learn some knowledge but it's the it's then the coach that can bridge the gap to now we can make you a better rower because the coach is the one that helps bring along the learning at different stages based on, you know, where certainly when we're in a camp situation, which is a short term situation, we usually try to work out like what's what's the one or two points that's going to help this person improve as much as possible in the time that we have. Maybe we only have a weekend, right? Or a week um, versus versus when you're in a year round program or you're working with a coach on a year round basis. Um, it could be physical. It could be remote because now with video and video, you can do an awful lot on a regular basis to get to get feedback. And um, but, you know, you've got to bridge that like what's going to make you a better rower. Reading the book is going to give you good information. And on some level, it's going to make you a more informed rower. But skill-wise, you need you need that um, guidance so that a you focus on the right things right from the beginning, so that you don't have to undo those things later <laughs> later on. Because at some point, if you want to improve, you will have to undo some things that are not optimal, right? I would say. And any coach will tell you that having to undo a, a wrongly learned pattern of movement takes a lot of time and effort and investment. Because if you think of the thousands and thousands of strokes that you've done where, for example, you're squaring late, learning to square early is a real challenge. So a good example of the sort of coaching that Faster Masters gives, which we understand we are not physically in the same location as you. And that was part of our challenge in devising a remote coaching advisory service for masters is how do we overcome the problem of not being able to actually see our athletes and, and you know be alongside them as they're practicing 
And so some of the techniques that we have used, which people who are members will know about, is, for example, in August, we gave as a bonus module the opportunity for anyone to send us a short video of around 10 strokes of themselves rowing and to tell us what they were working on. And then we would look at their video and tell them whether they were getting it right or whether they could improve it and make some recommendations of how to do that. As a result of watching a lot of those videos, I then realized that there was a fundamental challenge that a lot of our athletes are all facing, which is what I called hustling off the back. And so as a result, we did a video for our technique assessment for the subsequent month, which was September, in which I demonstrated what that looks like and how to change that pattern of movement and get a better movement off the back around the finish, why that was useful, how that affects the boat speed, how it affects your body movements. And so actually that video is still available today. So if you sign up before the end of October, you always get two months programs when you join Faster Masters, the current month and the previous month. And after that, the videos and the uh, articles disappear and they drop off our website. So if you haven't downloaded them, they're gone. That's a, a deliberate choice on our part, but it also allows us to use this framework of intense observation from time to time to really adapt and adjust what we're teaching based on what we can actually see are the needs of the community. And that, that worked quite well because actually when people sent us in the videos, um, we were like, we were able to identify these are common things we see. So then in the next couple of times when we do technique videos, we, we can gear that towards what we see that our current population of people was working on. And, um, it's interesting here, there's uh, someone who's a Facebook user, I, I don't see a name here, but says, I wish I could have made it to Lake Magog in Quebec. I'm actually not on Lake Magog, but I am on Lake Brom, which is very close to Lake Mephra Magog. Um, do you do 12 to 24 month training plans for a single in the head of the Charles? So with the Faster Masters program, we, we we're always running two training programs because we have people in North America, Europe and Australia and New Zealand who who all use this program. So we've got a we've got a couple parallel seasons going on at the same time. So so we're we're always writing two programs and in general one program relates to 1k racing, one program relates to 5k or head racing. So and those those cycle through, but there are certain times of the year, like as we get closer to the spring, we you know we have a different little series of races that might go on in Europe. So the plan might might be a little bit geared towards that. But in general, we're running programs that are either focused on one k preparation or your five k preparation. And you you depending on where you are in your year, like for example, right now. Um, in our November program, the, the people who aren't, who have wrapped up head races now go into a base training phase. Whereas there are some people who are still racing in November, particularly in Australia and New Zealand, 
their head racing season ends later in November so that there's a, there's a November head racing, a 5k plan. So these, we're, these are working on, you know, cycles throughout the, in, in the entire year. So if you're already thinking about the head of the Charles next year, you know, you can pick up on the base training. And once this month ends, we shift into start getting into more of a winter preparation um, that ends up building up to uh, your 5k. And if you don't race 1k during the summer, you can stay on the 5k program all summer because there's, we're running two programs all the time. So exactly. So the you choose the one. <laughs> right. Choose the one that suits you. And so start now. So no, we do not issue right now on day one, a 12 month or a 24 month training program. No. What we do is we write a month by month program which allows you the flexibility to build toward the event of your choice so that you do what matters to you. So some people will be racing on ergs through the winter. Others would prefer or can stay on the water. Others, as Marlene's already explained, are actually in their summertime and are doing 1K side-by-side racing. So that is the, I suppose, the deliciousness of (laughs) Master Masters. But what about free stuff on the internet, Marlene? We all know that there's a lot of free content. We are right now delivering free stuff. How does that fit in to your observation about the best way to improve your own rowing? Well, I think, and this is, I mean, obviously, being a professional coach who writes training programs, right? Um, I mean, I definitely think that if you're if you're serious about improving it's it's just a great investment to get some type of a program that is written by somebody who understands your needs depending what age you are what you're racing um your your challenges your goals things like that um versus just following a free plan off the internet and you know there are just free training programs off the internet and if you're interested in if you're interested in fitness that might work fine because you may not you may not um need a real taper you may not need um i I would say the difference the difference between training for an event or improvement versus fitness i mean they both can be very important Um, the difference is is when you're training i think for performance or improvement the way that workouts are written are based on one another. So you might look at this day and say, you know, that doesn't really look very hard. Well, maybe not, but you should see what's coming the next day or what you did two days ago, or, you know, like a weekly cycle, things build on each other. So when you're, when you're working on a a designed program, the workouts are um, choreographed, I would say in a way to, work certain systems, certain ways to build in rest, to build in work in, in an organized way. Whereas if you follow published workouts, which might be absolutely fine for, for day-to-day training and just keeping, keeping it interesting is super important. That might work fine too, but that's not the same as getting ready to row the head of the Charles where, you know what, you need to be at your peak at 8 a.m. on October 17th. Okay, that's a different, that's a very different type of thing. And and managing the workload 
and adjusting the workload as things um, change for you is a really important part of a of a designed training program. So, you know, you you can so the internet's got lots of programs on it, but there's not always the guidance. Like, what if it stops working? Right? What if you get overtrained? How do you judge? How do you judge what's you know? I think one of the biggest mistakes is increasing your volume and your intensity way too fast. I mean, that's a that's a real big. We talked about this on our podcast last week with with one of our fashion masters athletes who's getting back after an injury and how do how do you start approaching that? And when you follow, you know, when you follow just published plans, even though you you don't. You know, if it's written for a college athlete or an elite athlete, that is not you, or at least it's not me at my age, right? So I don't know. I just think you always have to weigh weigh these things and um, see, what, again, what, what, what is the value to you in the context of how important is your rowing? Because, you know, every time you make a mistake, it's like unlearning when you teach yourself how to row. I mean... There, there is an athlete that I've worked with this summer who has had to learn how to row all over again exactly because when this athlete started rowing, this athlete didn't get any, any real coaching but spent a lot of time on the water. And so it's taken all season to work, mm-hmm. things, work things out, you know, but so... I don't know. And I think as we get older, you know, I think having informed advice about people who are our age (laughs) is important. It is. And there's more to rowing than just a training program, because as we point out, we also offer performance advice, technique advice, uh, help me out, rowing lifestyle advice. So there's, you know, there's a lot more to it than just do this workout this day. So what does this mean for us and for you? You all know that Faster Masters is a business. Marlene and I are trying to make a living out of doing what we're doing. And we're now 18 months into our business operations. We started in approximately April last year. And we have refined what we offer. But at a simple level, we have paying programs monthly for people who want to be on those programs. We understand that some people, it's a new concept, having a remote coach and buying an online program and working into the way that we present things. You know, we totally understand it may not suit you, may not suit your crew, may not suit your club. We know some people dip in and out. And so what we've tried to do is to make a hierarchy of services at different price points that should be affordable for most people. So if you know you have an event, but you don't want to subscribe to a monthly program, you can just buy one of our 12-week programs. So that's three months worth of only a training plan. There's no land training. There's no how to race advice. There's no rowing lifestyle, no psychology, but you can have a training program for a fixed price and you can use that. It doesn't go into things like training, how to assess your training zones, but it gives you some really a good framework that we know is effective. 
below that. You can just buy little one-off pieces of advice from us. You could buy the Faster Five, for example. If you can't afford that, then you could buy our magazine, which is $15 a month. Or you could get to a point where you acknowledge the quality that we offer. But right now, it's not right for you. You can be part of Faster Masters by joining our newsletter. The cost to you is a little bit of time to sign up and sharing your contact details with us. And we really value that. Knowing who you are and being able to speak directly to you and for you to respond back to us. Remember that difference between monologue and dialogue, which I mentioned earlier. That has value. Maybe it doesn't have a dollar sign next to it, but we really appreciate our listeners and our readers who are generous enough to allow us the honor of being able to send you our weekly newsletter. And then there are the rest of you who are listening live now. You are also totally on this value chain. We appreciate you being here. Your live questions, responses, insights, observations add depth to what Marlene and I are able to do on a live weekly podcast. But, and there was always going to be a but, <laughs> there are freeloaders out there and we would very much like to get rid of them. We don't like being in a exploitative relationship. Perhaps that's a rather strong way of putting it. But it's a little bit like someone asking me to come and do a speech to their business or their club group and expecting me to do it for free. And as you know, the difference between an amateur and a professional is a professional gets paid for what they do. How much you get paid and how you get paid is up to a matter of negotiation. And that payment might be in the form of agreeing to sign everyone up to the newsletter. That has value. And that's why we were feeling strongly about ensuring that we both understand why we're here, you and us, and what we both get out of this. Go, Marlene. Yes, well, I think that's wonderful. And, and I think it's important for people to express to us, as you said, like our dialogue with you, it's so important for us to talk to the masters out there because people are really hungry for knowledge. People want to get better. People want to manage aging as an athlete. They want to stay healthy. They want to, you know, they all these things are on our mind, right? So when we know what you're interested in, when we know uh, what you want to know more about, you know, we that helps us design our articles, our content, our videos. Um, you know, we've both been in this business for a very, very long time. And um, I think we've had a lot of different experiences of our own as athletes, coaches, competitors, um, organizers, and things like that. So, you know, if we don't know the answer to a question, we know somebody who does. And, you know, that's why I think what's in, in, important um, to be a clearinghouse of, of information. And that, as we said, Rebecca said, you know, 
when we know who you are and when we know what your um, concerns are, what you're interested in, that helps us develop those things. Brilliant. So please, feedback. That's what we want. We would love to hear from you about either confirming that what we're doing is good or suggesting changes or telling us what is frankly no interest to you. That's just as useful. And that's what we would like today. One ask to you, drop us an email. You know the website address, fastermastersrowing.com. Use the contact page. Use our Facebook page. Um, use our Instagram account. There are lots of ways of getting in touch with uh, Marlene and myself and tell us. Now, should we loop back to some of our comments? Yeah, I think Cece has some, Cece has some good comments. She says, I know pretty much what I need to change, fix or improve in my own sculling by looking at myself and looking at good rowers, but I don't know how to effect that change. The video reviews from you guys have been amazing and super helpful. And then from Jeanette, having a coach provide a well-rounded program has been an enormous help. And she very kindly says it's well worth the dollars. <laughs> and uh, Cece also says, I love that your program has a rest day on Mondays. When Knowing when to take a rest day and when you train in your own is difficult. I try to therefore set aside one day a week to do nothing. Well, and that, that's an important, that is an important point because that's another problem area, just like, like um, following a plan that, that might not be the right intensity for you, might not even be working on what you need to work on, right? How do you assess this? But giving yourself permission to, to take rest days or telling yourself that, you know what? I mean, sometimes I put in what I call flex days. Like this is optional. If you're feeling good, you've got some extra time, this is what you could do for training. If you're feeling uh, it's late in the week, it's kind of had a long week, you need a little extra recovery, take it as a rest day or go get a massage or do something so that you're yeah. ready for your for your training the next day. So, you know, again, it's just things that making you aware or or knowing like, oh, no, I've done this. Is it okay if I switch these two workouts or is it okay if I move this to this? You know, those little things help you stay consistent and not always having to, you know, make these decisions by yourself. Yeah. And a watcher from Germany is doing a long distance regatta in Ratzeburg, which follows the idea of the single skull regatta in Bern in Switzerland, which is called the Armada Cup. Best wishes for that. That's, yeah, I wonder that, when that is. Yeah. That sounds, the Armada Cup is really cool. So anyone should look that one up. It's all singles. It's a mass start race as well. Yeah. So there is no numbers and lining up. I think the front line is the international rowers, and you obviously probably don't want to be up there with them. There's and also, and there's no entry fee. If you if you are from a certain distance away, there's oh. no entry fee to enter. Well, that's a, an incentive. All you have to do is travel to get there, I, I suppose. Exactly. 
And another comment from someone watching. Sorry, we don't know your name. It says, without easy access to regular quality coaching, for a variety of reasons, I've lost interest in sculling. Well, and respect to you for being honest with yourself and saying, nah, not really, doesn't really do it for me. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yep. Well, that's, if, yeah, I mean, that's a good point, too. I mean, programs have to be interesting. I mean, there's some, you know, everybody has to do some level of work that is not always interesting. That's just part of the training. It's part of the day in, day out of what you do. But when you've got things designed so that there, there are drills and skills built into the workouts, it's not just like, okay, you know, row for 30 minutes at such and such a rate. You know, when there are things do it that help you learn that also that's another dimension that also makes it easier because if it's not interesting you're not you don't want to do it yeah precisely i think our rant is over we want a <laughs> robust respectful relationship with you guys but we also need you to tell us if we've overstepped the mark or we're not delivering what you want and let's look forward to hearing what our listeners think Yes, and thank you for the people writing comments. And we like to see some of our regular people and we invite more. It's more fun for us, definitely. It certainly is. So this has been Faster Masters Rowing Radio, the show dedicated to masters athletes who want fun, fitness and confidence in their rowing. You can become a student of the sport by buying a Faster Masters Rowing Program subscription at fastermastersrowing.com forward slash join. Till next time, bye-bye. Thank you, everyone.